the Titans, the Mount Rushmore players we all know the names of. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers. Then there are the Giants hoping to join this group. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Nonetheless, you can't forget about these new guys hoping to dethrone everything those that came before them created and blaze their own trail into NFL history. Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Mac Jones. Men that won't let you forget who they are. And if you do, they'll be more than happy to remind you. This is the show where we'll talk about all those legacies and so much more. We'll follow these storylines from the beginning of the season all the way to the climax of the Super Bowl. We'll see Giants fall and watch new men who you never expected to take over stand tall. Through adversity and victory, the NFL has it all. We will cover every minute of it here. No buts about it. It is March 8th. I'm in Steubenville, Ohio, in my dorm room. Chuss is in his basement wearing a Patrick hoodie. I, I think. Onesie. Onesie. Oh, Patrick. Onesie. Is, it a, is it Patrick? From yeah, it's Patrick Starcy. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Yeah, and, he's and, in his... and, like, I have pants. It, they're, like, green and purple and stuff. But you get, but you all can't see it, and I'm not going to stand up to show you because it's not that deep. He's holding, he's holding his fashion sense hostage from you. No the, no, the fact that I'm doing this actually, like, like this is actually kind of cool. Like, I probably shouldn't do this, but I also Why not? am uh, open with my uh, my choice of style. That's good, especially when it's freezing cold outside. That's good. And this onesie is very warm. So why why shouldn't you do that? Why shouldn't I do what? Why should you said I probably shouldn't do this? Well, um, the reason is is just because like on YouTube and stuff, I feel like. If people don't like the Patrick onesie, they'll like make fun of me or something like that. But also, like, do I care? No. And if exactly. I get negative publicity for it, like, that's extra points for the show, right? Yeah, exactly. We're definitely. I mean, I'm definitely gonna make fun of you at some point. Uh, that's fine. I've, I've 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 had this on before though. Like, I don't understand why. Like, I mean, this is the first time it's. No, you're being on yourself. Video. You're being real. That's good. That's what we want. Yeah, that's I'm all about. Point. I'm all about real. Honestly, you know, if you 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 know NF, he's all about that real. And uh, he's he's dropping a song tomorrow. So we, I, uh, I had some people tell me they're like, you need to kind of maybe tone it down. You need to not be so aggressive. Don't do rants. Just be like the be a news source. You know, talk like they do on the news. I'm like, I hate that. I don't want to do that. Who said that? Um, I had somebody, somebody from school or somebody from home. Just uh, people who I've had check out the show and be like, do you have any advice? And some of them were from school. Some of them were from home. And I was just like, no, I want to be real. I'm going to be authentic. If something makes me passionate, I'm going to yell about it. I'm going to get excited. That's what's going to happen. I'm not just going to um, kind of be like, Lamar Jackson with the Baltimore Ravens. Da, 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 da. Like, no one wants to watch that. We're going we're to chill. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to be real. We're no, be I mean, how, when, has any, when has any, like, podcast ever done that? I don't know. Probably. There's probably. I mean, I mean, I know that there are some like storytelling podcasts that are very monotone, like how I am right now. Um, just like, I mean, obviously I'll get passionate later on, probably about goofy topics, but like, but I mean, like, it's just like talking like this and telling a story is one thing, but like, I feel like when you're watching, um, like those news, you know, analysts, well, not even like the sports analysts and stuff, like a lot of the the sports players and stuff, they get really passionate. Tony Romo as an announcer gets freaking passionate and stuff and like 
I, I don't, I, most of them aren't sitting there like saying, you know, oh, we're just coming in with this report and this happened. And then everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that happened. That happened. No, a lot of them, they'll report it. And then everybody gets really passionate about if it's a good or a bad trade or a good or a bad acquisition or yeah, this and that hype, or something like hype. that. Hype yeah, but th th that's all on Fox News. That That's not even just an us thing. That, that I, don't, I, don't, I don't want us to – how would that change us from being a freaking local channel like World News Tonight with David Muir? Exactly. Like – I kid you not. Like literally like just now. I just saw it change. I've, I've been tracking the YouTube studio. We just hit 1,000 views on YouTube. Let's go. In real time. I don't know who you are, where you're at. But if you're the person who just watched that video, thank you. Speaking of that video, it was the Aaron Rodgers video because I saw the little view number on that change. Um, mm. Cool. The media, cool. the media is after us. I'm convinced because why do you why why? Because I came out and I said, and I'm still I'm still holding to my. Oh, oh okay. I'm still yeah. holding to this because I don't trust them. I don't trust the media. Aaron Rodgers. He's going to the Raiders. And I said that on the show very passionately, very realistically, I think. And then, like, literally right as I published that episode, I get an ESPN notification that Aaron Rodgers is likely going to the Jets because he is meeting with the Jets in California right now. And yeah, they, hired I, I Nathaniel, that, they hired Nathaniel Hackett, his old offensive coordinator, and da-da-da-da-da, and... Well, now, now he's got a pick. Does he want to go with Nathaniel Hackett, failed head coach? Or does he want to go with his boy, Devontae Adams? I'd go with my boy, Devontae Adams, personally. But uh, I mean, I don't really see what would benefit him in New York. I mean, what would end up happening is they would just have Aaron Rodgers and then what? It's Mike, really or hard. Not, it's that, really... What? Yeah, yeah, what? Because of the Patrick onesie? Yeah, it's really, really that bothered by that? It's... I don't know. You like were talking so seriously, and you're wearing the Patrick ones. I told you I was gonna make fun of you for it, but say what, say what you were gonna say. Listen, so I I think that Aaron Rodgers will start in front of a Zach Wilson, who they're just going to continue to think that they're going that he is going places, which I feel like he's just not going anywhere productively. I mean, hopefully, maybe he will, but he's not. And Aaron Rodgers, I don't, I, I think it, the Jets is a good team, but I think they need some. I don't think that a veteran quarterback could help them necessarily. I don't know if that would benefit them right now. It might benefit them short term, but long term with such a young team, it might benefit them to go a little younger than 38 or 39 or however old Aaron Rodgers is. Um, I mean, it could. I mean, they could go on to win a Super Bowl, but I just, I just don't think it's gonna happen. I just, I just, I don't think it's a good idea. I mean, he's gonna have to. I mean, granted, yes, you're gonna have the, you're gonna have the coordinators and the, and like you're gonna have things that are gonna work right. But like, are you gonna have the chemistry right off the bat? Are there any players in New York that Aaron Rodgers knows, or is he just going into this blank space? Like I, like with Tom Brady, like as soon as he went to, he went to freaking. Tampa Bay literally like Rob Gronkowski just came out of retirement like immediately like a couple months later mm -hmm. I don't even remember how long it was and like it was like <coughs> like Tom Brady had a buddy down there and it was like oh yeah and then he had like all of those other connections he had and stuff Aaron Rodgers just has Hackett so I, I don't know if that would 
benefit. I feel like Devonte Adams would just be a better situation, but obviously it's not about me. It's about Aaron Rodgers. And if he doesn't want to be with Devonte Adams and Devonte Adams doesn't necessarily want to be with him and Devonte Adams wants to be with uh, Derek Carr, then maybe Devonte Adams goes to the saints and then the Raiders go. Oh, and 17. And the Raiders, the Raiders just get screwed. Yeah, um, just gets I, I, I do like the point you made, though, about them, the Jets being a young team, because there is a lot to say about chemistry um, regarding the quarterback and his receivers. That was kind of what Aaron Rodgers was struggling with this season, because this was the first time in a long time that he didn't have his wide receiver one as a guy that he would played with for years. Um, it was Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs, who were both rookies. I mean, Randall Cobb was still there, but he wasn't as dominant as he has been in the past. Yeah, and um, they had moved him to like wide receiver four a couple times too. Mm-hmm. So, and but, and, but, but like your your offense, I mean, you've got Garrett Wilson, uh, Elijah Moore, uh, both on their rookie contracts. Brees Hall, Michael Carter, who are the running backs. Um, I'm pro- I'm probably forgetting some people. But they have a very young team. Yeah, I mean, you they they are. It, ju- it doesn't young. it doesn't make sense to bring in a veteran quarterback who's going to be there for two years and then have to restart. Bring in a guy who you can have for the next six or so years, um, and can keep you competitive, especially in a division that's very competitive. The Dolphins are getting competitive. The Bills have been competitive. The Patriots. I mean, could easily just randomly become competitive because Bill Belichick's still there. Um, I mean, they almost – I mean, theoretically, the Patriots almost made playoffs last this past season. I right. I mean, they, they, were, they were not that far off from making playoffs. They were in the same uh, type of situation that was similar to, like, the Steelers and stuff and the Dolphins. They were all kind of in their own little in-the-hunt bubble in Week 18. So, I mean, like, mm-hmm. it's definitely a situation where that division need, – the Jets were – the Jets were not bad this season – but they were they definitely could have been a lot better and i understand it had to do with the quarterback situation and stuff but i think that bringing in aaron Rodgers is not going to benefit aaron Rodgers or the jets as you mentioned because as you mentioned aaron Rodgers was throwing to rookies and i'm not and garen wilson is not a rookie now because he's been in the in the league for like a year now going in yeah so I think that he might still be young and go, it might be a good chemistry. It might work, but it just makes it really hard to seem like it will work because Aaron Rodgers already struggled with younger guys when it's just a lot of younger guys. And the Jets have a lot of younger wide receivers and a lot of younger running backs and defensive players and stuff. And I think the Jets would just really benefit from just somebody that's young. And honestly, maybe just go after Lamar Jackson. Heck, just maybe go after him since he's well, a non-exclusive franchise. Since tag. you've brought up Lamar Jackson, um, no one wants him allegedly. Oh, really? There's oh. there is now theory that there's collusion in the NFL, which never that would never happen. The NFL would never collude. And essentially, from what I've gathered, the collusion is kind of against the Browns. okay it's the nfl owners kind of giving the thumb to the browns for their contract with deshaun watson and to continue to make them look stupid 
Um, so, and there's, there's conflicting reports with this too. So I'm going to, I'm going to asterisk this because I know if I don't, what's going to happen is as soon as I publish this video, it's going to come out that he signs with one of these three teams. But according to multiple reports, the Panthers, Falcons, and Commanders have all reported that they are not interested in Lamar Jackson. I mean, three teams in, in, that we definitely thought were going to. But the thing with it, though, is it's it's the same thing as before. Lamar Jackson wants fully guaranteed contract. That is not going to happen. Like, it is so hard to fathom the idea of getting a fully guaranteed contract as a quarterback in which Lamar Jackson, especially with Lamar Jackson, who is injury prone and gets hurt almost every single season, (laughs) like at some point in the season, like even if it's at the beginning of the season or the middle of the season, I mean, this past season, it was the end of the season. He didn't benefit them come playoffs. It's just one of those things where uh, personally as, as like the Atlanta Falcons or the Washington commanders. No, I wouldn't. I I thought that they would be a good landing space, but if I was in their shoes, I probably would have done the same thing. So good, good for them to actually make a smart move for if, once, especially, if, especially Washington. If they, <laughs> if that's what they're actually saying, if, if mean, this is actually truth. So if Lamar doesn't get say no team for whatever reason signs him or even makes an offer, then he, I believe the Ravens owe him $32 million and he'll be on a one-year contract. Yes, I think it's right around there. Do yeah. you think he'll sit out? Um, what would you do if you were Lamar Jackson? Pretend you're Lamar Jackson. You won t- unanimous 2019 MVP. You've been to the playoffs four times. You have a one in three playoff record. What would you do? You see, the problem that I have is, I'm so I know I have to step in the shoes of Lamar Jackson here. If I was Lamar Jackson, I would go and play because, and this is why I think I would play. First and foremost, the two players that I remember watching sit out have been bombs and are no longer signed to teams. Well, they weren't sitting out. They weren't bombs, but now they are. But they, yeah, they were. Uh, yeah, basic. I mean, kind, I mean, they sat. Le'Veon Bell sat out for the entire year, went and signed with the Jets. And then never did anything again. Bomb. Freaking Melvin Gordon. He was good in in LA. And then he sat out because he wanted big boy contract. And then Austin Eckler started beasting out. And then Melvin Gordon halfway through the season is like, oh, I'm going to come back and play. And then next thing you know, he wasn't putting up the numbers. They sent him to Denver. And he wasn't that good. He played like a bum. And they ended up cutting him this past season. So like bomb i don't even think melvin gordon got picked up and i know Le'Veon bell hasn't gotten picked up i feel like that would have been news. he went to the chiefs Le'Veon bell was with the chiefs for a while he he was there when they won it hasn't been recently though no i think he was there when they when they won their first super bowl though maybe i thought i thought he was there back in 2021 because i thought the actually wait no maybe it wasn't i don't know 2021. there was there was McCoy. Did Antonio Brown ever get a ring? No, I don't think so. No. Okay. Because thought... LaShawn McCoy, the, Ra- the, the Chiefs for a while, they were going through the running backs. 
They were they had LaShawn McCoy, they had Le'Veon Bell, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. No, so I was so Antonio Brown does have a Super Bowl ring. He actually was with Tampa Bay when they won in twenty twenty one. And the reason I remember that is because Le'Veon Bell was with the Chiefs in twenty twenty one. And my me and my family, who are Steelers fans, both didn't want Le'Veon Bell or Antonio Brown to win a ring, but they were both on the opposing teams for the Super Bowl, and one of them was guaranteed to win. They just happened to be Antonio Brown. And I just remember that because, you know, like I just I, I knew in my head, I was like, I know Antonio Brown had played in a Super Bowl and, and it was Tampa, but it just I guess he had the fallout later on. But more or less, like um, the fallout, whatever. It's 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 Antonio Brown. So, he, he would have had an immaculate career. But yes. Yeah, so basically, um, with like the, these people that sit out, these players that sit out in the two the two running backs that did they they hadn't done anything and i think the problem is is like running if running backs have issues you know that a quarterback's going to have an issue as lamar jack if i was lamar jackson i would go out and play to prove my worth like if i wanted that fully guaranteed contract i would go out and play or i would go and play and play kind of conservatively but try to like not maybe run as much try to like throw a little bit more try to get a little bit more you know creative with the coordinators and stuff just so he so he can stay healthy so that like he can maybe have a successful season and maybe make them win a playoff game or two because Madden has him at a freaking all-star so obviously he is should be winning a Super Bowl by now but obviously that hasn't happened or even gotten anywhere close no so if I was if I was Lamar, I would play. But what do I think Lamar's going to do? I think he's he's going to be an idiot, and I think he's going to sit out because I think he's going to play and have a hissy fit, and then next year he's going to be a bust to whatever team decides to sign him. The so did we talk? Have we talked about Daniel Jones on the show yet? Um, uh, maybe. I mean, in what context? His, like the him, contract, him his contract. Um, I don't think we did. I don't. I think that was no, Tuesday. I think, no, because that that happened after we. So we, Daniel we Jones is making forty million or not? 40, yeah, forty million a year now. Lamar Jackson would be making thirty-two million. So Lamar Jackson would be making less than Daniel Jones. Furthermore, the only defense I have heard for Lamar Jackson at this point, because I bring up his playoff record, because everyone talks about how great he is in the regular season, but the fact is these teams are looking for Super Bowl rings. They want championships. You can go 17-0 every season, but if you lose in the playoffs, it doesn't matter. Nope. The The Bills went to the Super Bowl four times. Lost all four. And lost four in a row. Um. Granted, Jim Kelly's in the Hall of Fame because of it, but still. Four, I mean, it is uh, iconic. It, it is iconic that you make it to the Super Bowl four years ago. Yeah, but it's not, impressive mean, for, it's, not, it's not impressive for the right reasons. Yeah. Um. So, <clears throat> here's the thing. Everyone was like, well, the Ravens, they're so – they lack talent, and they're getting beat up uh, by the time they make the playoffs, and everyone's hurt. I'm like, well, you know what doesn't help that? You know what really hurts – first of all, you, you just said they don't have talent, The these guys yeah. around them. Second of all, if you can't have depth, that's a big part of championship teams is if a guy gets hurt, you have a guy that can replace replace him. That does a somewhat decent job. It's not Joe Schmo off the street that you're having come into your game. If you're giving your player, if you're giving your quarterback a fully guaranteed contract, first of all, if he gets hurt, 
because he's been hurt. He's had a history of injury these last two seasons. So now you're guaranteeing him even if he's injured. Second of all, you're not going to be able to pay anyone else. You're not going to be able to pay a receiver for him to throw to. Everyone's like, well, Mark Andrews is still there. Okay, you got Mark Andrews. Okay, but you don't have anyone else. Rashad Bateman's decent. Devin Duvernay's decent. They're not wide receiver ones, though. They're not threats. They're not guys no. who people are scared of. Your running back, J.K. Dobbins, is a beast when he plays, but he's been hurt. You can't have all these guys that are like, it's like, well, when they're when they're healthy, they're good. It doesn't work. That's yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on the soapbox here. The Bengals have done a phenomenal job, specifically at the linebacker position. The depth is great. I would say linebacker and wide receiver. The depth is phenomenal. If you look at the Bengals depth at both those positions, they have guys on their bench who would be starting on other teams. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. BJ Hill, Joseph Asai. Those are guys that wouldn't, they're not seeing every snap. That's usually Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt, um, who are seeing every snap. Jermaine Pratt might be moving on though. So maybe BJ Hill will step up. He's been great. Marcus Bailey's another one who's great. Marcus Bailey would probably be starting on a different team. Wide receiver, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd would be a wide receiver one on some teams. Definitely a wide receiver I gonna, two. I was going to say, yeah, I, I agree. I, I feel like I feel like your team, like, you know, you have Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and T. Higgins, and then before Joe Mixon, the, the whole thing that's going on with Joe Mixon right now. I mean, Samaje Perrine would probably start with some other team as well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I feel like you guys know how to build depth and that's that's really whoever I mean, your general manager has been when, really good at working when, with the coach to build that. When so. Jamar went down for four games, it was noticeable, but at the same time Trent Irwin stepped up, our wide receiver four who most people had never heard of. I nope. in fact, when he was at that Steelers game yeah, um, he actually, that I went to and he got a touchdown. And I remember one of the Steelers fans in front of me was like, who the hell is that? Like, and I was like, that's Trent Nerwin. He's, he's our bud. He's our dude. He's Thor. Yeah, and, and then, and then the other three touchdowns were Samaje Perrine for some reason. Yeah. I, just, I still, our I backups, still our backups were killing it that night. Yeah. I just don't understand. Like it, we didn't have a, ba- I mean, the game ended up 37, 30 final or something BS, but I was like, dang, we really got smoked by a bunch of, Bengals backups and like not that your other players weren't in like t higgins and stuff but i think t higgins i had t higgins in fantasy and i think he had like five points that game and i was so (laughs) angry i think i had t higgins because i had t higgins and i think i had tyler boyd on my bench and i think neither of them did anything or it was vice versa i don't remember but either way nobody did anything and i was mad i was angry like i was so livid but so yeah i think i think lamar jackson really needs to ask himself like do I want to win a ring? I assume so because all these guys are competitors. I assume he wants a Super Bowl ring. I don't think he's gonna. Everybody, everybody wants. A I ring. don't think he's gonna be like, oh yeah. I, I I understand wanting your money. I understand it's a violent sport. I understand you might get hurt and your career could be over like that. That that's completely understandable. Pay the guy, okay. But you cannot take the entire salary cap, and then be like, no, you're not helping me. You're not giving me any weapons. They they only have so much money. And I also was going to say, why does he need fully guaranteed money? Because he's worried about getting hurt. I know, but, like, what are you going to do with $250 million? I feel like you could cover your medical bills with a million. 
it's 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 like Patrick Mahomes has 110 million guaranteed. Homie's gonna be living on a freaking multi-million dollar house that he bought for eight million, and he's gonna have still 102 dollars, 102 million dollars left over. It's plus it's, anything else he makes over that time period if he you know stays healthy. It's just like I don't like. It's almost like by him fully guarantee, like with Lamar Jackson almost fully guaranteeing it. It almost seems like he knows that he's gonna get hurt and be out. That's forever. the thing. <laughs> because, that's the thing. And the way he plays isn't sustainable. I have always said this. Everyone's impressed with his mobility, his running skills, which fine, that's important, that's good. But when your entire playing style is that, it's not sustainable. Because yeah, as you get older, you get less work. mobile. It doesn't work. I think he knows that, especially with his injuries. So, yes. like I said, I get wanting to be paid. I get wanting to be guaranteed money, some money, but your entire contract, the entire salary, does not make sense to me. You, um, I want to, I want to kind of move on though. Uh, we, mm-hmm. we are you brought up Joe Mixon? <laughs> this is why in the yeah. last episode I said I didn't want to say he was a great guy he or was something. A good person, yeah. Because yeah, you were like, I, I, he's. Because you were about to be like, he's a great, he's a great player. player. I, I I don't I don't I don't want that to come back to to haunt me. Yeah, and it, and it would have come back to haunt mm-hmm. you because of this recent news article that I know what you're about to say. So, it's another situation where they can't they don't know anything is pretty mm-hmm. much what they're coming at. They um, he's been in the news twice now in the last two months. Uh, the first time was because he allegedly pointed a gun at someone, but they they dropped charges on that, and they could never actually prove that he was even there for some reason, I guess. I don't know. Uh, this most recent one, and I pulled up the most recent article that was somewhat credible. That's from the New York Post. And uh, they, they say they don't know a lot. So basically what the general, what pretty much every article has said is that it was at Joe Mixon's house. There were kids playing. There were teens playing, I should say. Um, And now we know that an 11-year-old was shot in the foot. Now, uh, a neighbor said that they were playing Nerf Wars and that at one point uh, they ran behind Mixon's house and then they heard a bunch of, like, gunfire. Um, Hmm. Sean Pena... Pena, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but he's Mixon's trainer, and this is TMZ reporting through the New York Post, uh, that he was the one who called 911, says from Pena in the 911 call, one kid was running around brandishing a weapon. He went back to his car, and it looked like it was a fake weapon. So it was pretty clear that these were fake weapons. That was the understanding. Um, Here's the thing. They don't even know if Mixon was home. His, this is Joe's this is really Joe's mom or Joe's sister told WLWT in Cincinnati that her brother wasn't involved in the shooting. No one's commented on the matter. No one's even said that he's home. They don't know that Joe Mix is at home. This is like some this seems like this seems like a conspiracy to me. This because there have been players, there have been people who have been talking about like we need to move on from Joe Mixon, and I've been one of those people, but it seems really weird to me that Joe Mixon is now getting in the news all the time, like twice in the last two months, and they can't even like prove if he was at either of these things, which is an ongoing story. And if he did shoot it, 
kids. I'm going to need to know more context to why, because that's like stupid. But this just seems weird that he's got the highest contract in Cincinnati. To my knowledge, I think he's got the highest contract right now. So, yeah, as of right now, I believe. And he he didn't play great last season. He, he really didn't. Um, I mean, he was hurt a lot. So, I mean, it just, yeah, it's like he's not helping his case, you know? I think it's interesting, though, because, like, I mean, obviously he hasn't posted anything on social media, but, like, you kind of got to wonder, like, if he wasn't home, like, where is he? And, like, what is he doing? And not in a bad way, but, like, you never really know. Because, like, for example, like, and I just bring this up just, like, nonchalantly, like, Kenny Pickett was in Florida. Like like a couple weeks ago, he was he was doing reps with Mitchell Trubisky and George Pickens and and um, freaking Deontay Johnson. They were all down in Florida just throwing football. For all we know, I'm not saying that Joe Mixon is running reps with some of the Bengals players per se. But what happens if Joe Mixon's enjoying a nice lavish vacation in Sunnyside, uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico? I, I don't know, just just somewhere. Like he might not even be in the. You, you would assume that he's probably in the United States still. But like, I'm just saying, maybe he's just not. Maybe he's not even in Cincinnati. I mean, it's cold right now. Most of those guys, like, you know, I don't know where Joe Mixon's from. I think – hold on. Let me look up where Joe Mixon's from. He went to do, do you know where – I know, but he's from he's from California. So, he uh, Oakley, California. So, he might be might be a little used to the warm. Oklahoma's pretty warm. <laughs> I mean, that's – it gets hot there. They don't so. even know. It's not that they, they're saying he wasn't home. It's that they're reporting – no one's reporting if he was home or not because – I feel like if he's on vacation, that's something that immediately comes out. It's like, okay, Joe Mixon was not at home because he's in California, and we have proof of that. It yeah, was... I just – it's just – this is just really weird. I, I, I feel like – because I looked up – because you mentioned you were like, oh, yeah, the Joe Mixon story or whatever, and I was like, what are you talking about? I thought you meant like the, the, the one from February, and I was like, that's – yeah, I thought that was over, no. and then I look it up, and it's like that shooting, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And like, like I looked into it a little bit, but they were like, "Oh, details are scarce," because whenever I looked at it, it was like only thirty minutes ago that it, the report started coming out, and as you've reported now, like uh, nothing really has come of it. It's just like really weird. But I, I also don't think that this these scandals that are going on right now, where they're not proving, I don't think it's really going to hurt Joe Mixon being signed to any of these teams unless there is actual proof that like for example he was involved in shooting this kid it's just so weird it's it's odd because and i like i said i've been kind of an advocate of looking at other running back options of Mm -hmm. and trading joe mixon and now it's like this isn't no team wants this pr Nobody wants to have the guy who has been in the news twice, both times for gun-related incidents. That's not good. That's bad. But the thing that I'm thinking about is if, if like, we don't really, like I said, we don't know much about it, but, like, I feel like with his name being brought up a lot, maybe it's a coincidence, maybe it's a conspiracy, but it's almost like it's just like some of these like just weird incidences that are happening like near Joe Mixon's home and just weird things that are happening I feel like are just being blown way into proportion because of his name and I feel like I I don't know I mean I I just because I feel like sometimes the media also likes to 
grab on to certain incidences that happen. Like, you know, I mean, to stay away from certain ideas, I didn't know that there were so many train derailments until after East Palestine. And now there's so many reports of train derailments like every week that I kind of think that there's an issue with them. But I've talked to people before and they said that, you know, train derailments all the time. They're just not gaining as much media attention until the East Palestine train crash. And this isn't politics and this is not media, but I'm just saying like, it just kind of seems like whenever a name's in the news, they like to latch on to that person. And maybe they're trying to do that with sports. And I don't think any, I don't think any like Bengals fan is trying to set up Joe Mixon to like not oh. sign with the Bengals either. But like, I, I just, there's just a lot of weird things that happen on that side of like the reporting side. So like it, it could be possible that it's just trying to get news bait, but it's also possible that like Joe Mixon might be like a, like a, an interesting dude because you know interesting things it's just because of his game it's such a weird like okay he allegedly pointed a gun at a woman in buffalo i think it was in buffalo on the street and they had no video cameras proving that no yeah like what that makes no sense it's it's so there's so much weird stuff I'm gonna like. I'm, I feel once again. There's. It feels like they're just like dry. Like I could literally tomorrow just like go up and be like, oh yeah, you know, like Joe Burrow started harassing my girlfriend, I, and everyone's like, and everyone's like, oh, nice. and then it just like it, it blows up or something <laughs> like, like nice. or, 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 or or yeah, or like it, it blows up over a media tweet, and then you realize there's no proof of it. Joe Burrow hasn't been in Pittsburgh. And Chris doesn't have a girl, or Chuss doesn't have a girlfriend. Like it just, it just, or Chris. I mean, I'm Chris or Chuss, but Chuss, whatever. Chuss doesn't have a girlfriend. Um, either way, that's the point. Like, it's just it, I could make it a thing, and if 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 there's enough coverage around a person, then it's gonna, you know. Okay, so let's let's. I'm gonna take this a little more personal to you because I want to I want to okay. know what you think because I'm already kind of biased towards trading him. Najee Harris. He, uh, what about Najee? It, and I like Najee Harris. This isn't me trying to de- uh, defame Najee Harris in any way. This is just an example. The, let's say the same two incidents happened with Najee Harris. Mm-hmm. He's he's hypothetically your biggest cap hit on your team now this season. Didn't have a great season last year. What do you do? What do the Steelers do? I mean, I'm sure the Steelers – I don't know, though. I feel like – I feel like the Steelers might keep him because I feel like the Steelers like to give second chances. I mean, we we gave uh, Michael Vick a second chance after the whole dog incident thing happened. So I feel like the Steelers might be willing to, you know, just kind of look past a lot of his incident in instances of like that happening. But if he's a large enough cap space, the Steelers do not like to spend money. So and if and with Najee Harris, they probably would just let him go. Like if he was like, for example, like a quarterback or like linebacker or somebody else that wasn't as big of a cap hit i feel like they would hold on to him but i think from a steelers perspective i don't think that they would necessarily want to hold on to so much cap space because they it it was a lot of people didn't know if the steelers were going to bring back tj watt in a way because not that they weren't trying to but also it was as if they were weren't sure how far the roonies would be willing to pay for bonuses and different things like that because they um the the ongoing rule of thumb is that the the Roonies who own the Pittsburgh Steelers are very cheap when it comes to different things. I don't really have an opinion either way, but I do know that they don't like to spend a lot of money. The Steelers do not when it comes to certain certain key players. 
Now, like our cap space is very, you know, low. Like we don't have a lot of cap space left, which shows that we are paying for players. But, but when it comes to Najee, like if he didn't have a good season, I feel like the Steelers would just let him go. But I think they would kind of hope that they would already have a running back kind of already up there. And like for us, we already have Jalen Warren. So we would just have Jalen Warren run with whoever we have as running back too. I would let for you, I think Joe Mixon would be a good let go because you have Samaje Perrine. I think he's a solid guy. And same thing with us. Like I think Jalen Warren is a solid guy. So I think he would be fine. Granted, I do like having the Najee Harris, Jalen Warren. And luckily Najee Harris isn't in the news for gun related instances like Joe Mixon is. So thankfully, Najee Harris is still the guy. I do like so, that. I think he, I, I think do. He, he he's yeah he's a really good guy. But yeah, I un- I understand it, what you're trying to say. Yeah, I. And this is just gonna lead into the next part of the show, and we didn't get to Daniel Jones, but we're gonna talk about my toxic trait of me thinking every potential free agent can come to the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's because of the way these media outlets do stuff. You know who they put as a pretty, like one of the top five potential landing spots. Um, I think it was Sportsline did this. One of the top five potential landing spots for Derrick Henry, Cincinnati. I, I kind of, I disagree with that though. I don't think, I don't, I don't know if Derrick Henry being on your team would benefit you when you already have Samaje Perrine and you need to sign a bunch of guys in the next year or two. But I think it would. It could. See, that's the thing. In my mind, but, the cap space doesn't exist. Derrick Henry or Jamar Chase? Oh, Jamar Chase. Every time. Okay. Every you have to, but like you have to have that balance. Like the, the Bengals have to have that. The problem is, is like. But see in my I head, Derrick get... Henry's only getting paid 5 million a year. Well, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately for you, he is and, getting paid a lot more than that. And the uh, so the other two, there's more. Wow. Yeah, okay. there's more. The Eagles are likely to lose C.J. Gardner Johnson, uh, defensive lineman Jav- Javon Hargrave. Hargrave, yeah, and cornerback James Bradbury. So in my head, what I read was. C.J. Gardner-Johnson is replacing Jesse Bates. Cornerback James Bradbury is replacing Eli Apple. And also, Jordan Poyer and linebacker Tremaine Edmonds from the Bills are likely going to free agency. So what I read there is uh, depth at the safety position. Um, Von Bell becomes a backup. We've got Jordan Poyer. And uh, linebacker Tremaine – I don't think we could afford Jordan Poyer and Von Bell. And I, I don't think – I think we can get Jordan Poyer or C.J. Gardner-Johnson, depending on – and Jordan Poyer is another player I've always really liked. We and do get Derrick Henry. We, we do need a linebacker. And Tremaine Orlando Edmonds. Brown. We're going to get Tremaine – no, we're not getting Antonio Brown. Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown. Oh, yeah, we're getting him too. Yeah. Yeah, that not, I'm not talking about Antonio Brown. We are Antonio forming Brown a, has retired. The we Cincinnati Bengals are forming a super team of guys who want a ring. Are willing to take a pay cut because of it in my head. This is honestly, this is really cool that uh, you're talking about your Madden 23 <laughs> Bengals franchise mode off with Wait. cap space turned off. Like, that's really cool, honestly. One, hey, one of the landings, one of the potential landing spots that some Fox Sports analyst had for Kenny Pitt or not Kenny Pickett, Lamar Jackson was the Pittsburgh Steelers. I don't see how that would because be, Kenny like, Pickett, who? according to this analyst, Kenny Pickett is never going to develop into a Lamar Jackson type character. 
yeah, and Lamar Jackson is going to be broken in the next four years. So I don't want that. I don't want Lamar Jackson on the Pittsburgh Steelers. And plus, the Pittsburgh Steelers are not going to give him $250 million guaranteed, nor I don't even really think we would make if it. they did. I think really it. Happy. Josh, you know what I think is going to be really funny? When TJ Watt comes are, to the Bengals? No, when the Steelers and the Bengals are at the top of the division and the Ravens meet the Browns at the bottom of the division again this this coming year. Well, that's fine. I think that'll but... be funny because then me and you can just talk about how great our teams are and then the, the Browns and Ravens fans are just sad. So And TJ Watt is a Cincinnati. TJ Watt will not go to Bengals. <laughs> that's what they said about James That's what they said about James Harrison. They said James Harrison would never be a Cincinnati Bengal. <laughs> Listen, TJ Watt, I just don't see him going to Cincinnati. I mean, not anytime soon, especially not anytime soon. Maybe, maybe in the future, maybe, but like by the time he would be there, he would be like 35. He would be old. It would be like JJ Watt moving from Houston over to Arizona. I mean, JJ Watt made some noise, but it's not like it's he's going to be the generational talent that he is right now. He's coming. I I will speak these things into existence, and this is why it's a toxic yeah. trade. And and listen, and I want and I want to manifest Gardner Minshew to be the backup for Kenny Pickett this season. But is that going to happen? Probably not. That's so no. unrealistic. I want Jordan Battle and Jordan Addison, two Jordans on the Steelers. But you know what? That's not going to happen because we don't and we aren't going to draft the wide receiver. And Jordan Battle would really only just create depth for us for a player that may or may not get drafted in the first round, which he had a pretty good combine from what I heard. But also the way there could be some shifts. He might drop the second round or third. I, I just don't know because we still have Edmonds and we still have Minka. So I don't really know where he would fit in the scheme so I, I i just don't know i mean he would be a good like flex i'm signing everyone to, everyone's a bangle now yeah i mean honestly like if you want to turn cap space off for a year on that <laughs> that'd be really cool to just, <laughs> i just i just really yeah i'm also turning I mean, off 53 man roster everyone is a bangle the other 31 teams I did, no longer exist okay listen i i didn't do the roster thing like you just said but i did in nhl one year turn off cap space and signed every single best player and you know what I did learn from from Madden? From Madden, when you build a super team on Madden, or if you build a or on NHL, I should say, when you build a super team on NHL, you never win the playoff. You never win anything. Hmm. I I don't know why. I built a super team for the Pittsburgh Penguins. It was we were 61, 14, and seven. For a for a team to win fifty wins, that's that's a that's a good year. To go 61 wins, it's crazy. We had like over 130 points. We lost in five games to the New Jersey Devils in the first round of the playoffs. And this team, like, and I can name off all these players to you, and you probably wouldn't really understand a lot of the players. Sydney Crosby. But like, yeah, it would be like it was Sidney Crosby was on the team, and it was the now New York Ranger Patrick Kane, who was the who was like the assistant captain over in Chicago, and like all these just stud players. And it, it was just an amazing team. And next thing you know, we lose six games to the Devils and it, or five games to the Devils, and it just literally broke my heart. But what I'm saying is I don't know what it is about that, but when you build a super team on, like, some of these, like, sports games, like, they don't like to I, – I wonder, honestly, if that, if that comes to realism in real life. If a team builds a super team, how well will they do? Well, but I guess in the NFL we've learned that it can be really well. It does work, except you lose, like, all of your team in one year. Yeah, Cite- I'm citing the Buccaneers, the Eagles, and the Rams. Um, 
Final Eagles, though, I'm not I'm not as worried about the Eagles, though. I think the Eagles will be okay because they still have two first-round picks this year, right? Yes, I believe so. Their, their big thing was their defense, though, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson and Bradbury are both big defensive that's, players. That's, that's huge. So, um, but final thing for today's episode, I brought it up earlier. Uh, what do you think about the New York Giants contract with Daniel Jones? I don't think it's – I think it's interesting. I mean, I'm surprised that they kept him around, but, I mean, I don't think it's a – I don't think it's a bad contract. Um, I, I think it's interesting because, like, they, they they got a deal with him, but they, they franchise tagged Sa- Saquon, um, or they're going to, or they already have. They did. I, I, they, did. they did. Yeah, they did, like, pretty pretty quickly after. I didn't look too much into it, but I, I definitely think it's, a, it's an interesting one. I mean, I definitely – I the thing with Daniel Jones is like he he showed a lot of promise this year, but he hasn't really shown a lot of promise in years past. So it makes me wonder how well he'll be in the next coming years, like in the next four years or so, and if he'll actually even be able to like compete on that level of like really good quarterbacks and stuff. But like I mean, then again, his contract isn't like ridiculously high, like no Patrick Mahomes or anything. Like I don't think he was overpaid. I think he was paid right, but I also think that the Giants may have made a potential mistake down the road if it would have been a longer contract. I think four years is enough. And if it doesn't work out in two years, they probably could trade him for something pretty good because he's still in his mid-late 20s, I think. I I don't like this contract, personally. Really? Yeah, it's it's $40 million base salary. Um or no, so he's it's, 20, it's, it's he's not 40 million base salary. It's 40 million a year annual salary. Uh, that's a lot to pay a guy who up until this year has shown very little promise, in my opinion. But the, but the problem is, though, is like a lot of teams tend to do that. I feel like a lot of teams, they'll see like a player do really, really good one season. They'll sign them to like a mega extension or like, decent extension and then they don't do anything I, I, I think we see that in sports all the time I don't think that's even just an NFL thing now like I said I think the Giants are just taking that chance with Daniel Jones just because they've had him for the last couple of years and they figured well what could hurt having him for another four more because we have were already you know like mil though I mean it is a lot it's a lot but... to pay a guy who hasn't gotten you especially when you're you have wide receivers that no one knows the names of you're still trying to build yeah, a team. Uh, but, I mean, somehow they've been winning. So, I mean, that's the thing. They, they want they, it. You, you think about it, though. Like, with Daniel Jones under center, they did win uh, a playoff game against the Vikings, who they should not have beaten. Like, on paper, they should not have beaten the Vikings, but they did. And then they, got, they went into Philly and got absolutely stomped. But, like, point being is that, like, with the Giants, like, I feel like this past season it was either a promise for the future or a fluke year. Just, so, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know how good it'll be, but I mean, I don't think it's that bad, especially if it doesn't work out in the next two years or something like that in, in, in New York. I feel like someone's going to take that contract, especially with all, all these wide receivers wanting ridiculous contracts, and all these quarterbacks wanting ridiculous contracts and stuff like that. 40 million in two or three years might be nothing when half of the quarterbacks might be making $80 million a year or something ridiculous. I, I don't know. I'm just, 
it might not be that as bad as you think it is. I think he's messing with the market is what he's doing. Because you know you know how much Patrick Mahomes makes his average salary per year? Isn't it like forty five or something? Yeah, it's forty five million. Are you gonna tell me that Daniel Jones is worth only five million dollars a year less? Listen, the problem is though is if if a team's desperate enough, they're gonna overpay you. I mean, and the Giants don't really have like I mean, I'm not saying that like Kansas City wasn't desperate for Patrick Mahomes, but they were able to reach a pretty decent agreement with the Giants. I don't really have like a, a like a logistic like a logical explanation for that. Really, I'm not gonna lie. Like I just with Patrick Mahomes, like I feel like when they signed him to the 45 million deal, it was over the course of eight years, and that actually ends up ten years all over. Yeah, ten ten years. Damn, dang. I thought I thought it was a lot a lot shorter. Yeah. Okay, but. Over those ten years, like honestly, forty-five million dollars in like ten years may not be worth that much. Oh, it's not. He's not even the highest-paid quarterback now. Yeah. Um, so, but Daniel Jones is now being paid as much as Matthew Stafford. Hmm. And Dak Prescott, Dak, Matthew, and Daniel are all tied. Forty million, four-year, hundred sixty million dollar contract. Uh, Derek Carr's contract put him below Daniel Jones at thirty-seven point five million a year. That's with the Saints. Um, Lamar Jackson, like we said, is below uh, Daniel Jones, and he will um, probably still be below. Joe Burrow was only making nine point four, nine point zero four million a year. I mean, that'll change. Maybe, That's... maybe, maybe Joe's like, "This is enough money. Let's keep it that way." I really doubt it, buddy. <laughs> I, I, I hope for you, but I don't think that's that'd be so funny. I would love if that'd be that'd be hilarious. Teams would be what what that he would be like oh yeah uh, wait how uh, what's his number 9.04 million what no 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 like what's his actual number like his like oh he's number nine yeah he's just like yeah i just want nine million (laughs) because you know like sydney you know sydney crosby like for the penguins his base salary every single year is 8.7 million no more no less 8.7 i mean i'm sure he probably gets bonuses but he's so superstitious he was born on August seventh, nineteen eighty-seven. There you go, and and he's, and he's number eighty-seven, and all he ever wants is eight point seven million. There's like players make like he is probably arguably one of the best, if not the best, in the like hockey world. I mean, I feel like Connor McDavid definitely gives him a run for his money. Uh, well, especially now because Connor McDavid is on pace for just breaking tons of records. But like, I feel like Crosby is also a very generational talent that easily could be making over ten oh, million sure. a year. Yeah, eight point seven, and what, it would just be really funny if like Joe Burrow, this generational quarterback that may or may not win like four Super Bowls or something like that, just you know, just casually like, I'm number nine. Nine million is fine with me, and would, then if you want to give me a nice bonus, that'd be great. I, I just think it <laughs> honestly, I think it would be funny. I would probably get really mad because I'd be like, screw you, Joe Burrow. Oh, you curse you. You're yeah, a bangle. The NFL and, would be livid. The NFL, like the other thirty-one teams, would be like, what the heck. Yeah, why, why, why could we get us just such a Holmes nice is like getting Joe, 45 Joe. million, Josh Allen's getting 42 million, and Joe Burrow's at nine million. That, <laughs> I, yeah, I just don't like that. I, 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 don't, don't, I don't know. I mean, definitely I mean, interesting. They went that. from not taking his fifth year deal, they went from declining that to giving him 40 million a year. I guess they might think he's worth more, but I, I would have taken his fifth-year option, to be completely honest. 
Well, that's what happens. I mean, do you, do you have – we're coming up here on the hour, so do you have anything more to say? Uh, no. I mean, not really. I mean no, – No more Patrick Starr? <laughs> no, no. I mean, I can't promise that this, this uh, onesie won't be back. But I will say um, – we should probably, and we want to let the viewers know if you made it to this point, we will be scheduling this combine challenge that we have coming up very soon with the, uh, with the draft coming up and all this other stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. Definitely think we should schedule that. And last but not least, for the schedule for this coming week, for the rest of the week, I think um, there might be some schedule conflicts. So <laughs> stay tuned. You did not tell me that till that. just now. <laughs> Yeah, stay tuned. Um, but it may not be on Friday. So okay. that's that's all that I'm saying is we may not have an episode on Friday, but there might be an episode sometime either earlier or later than Friday. But the there should be three episodes I, this week. The listeners and I are on the same page right now. Yeah, everybody's like, What? Yeah, yeah I just dropped that bomb on you because I just looked at my calendar over here and I was like, Oh shoot. Um okay. okay. Well so yeah. Well, but I'll talk – me and me and uh, uh, Butts about it. We'll uh, talk about it after. Mr. So. Butts about it. I bought some merch. I bought some of our merch. I bought a sticker cool. and I bought a tank, tank top. So I'm going to wear that. Wear that on the show. Put my sticker on. I bought your Let Somebody yeah. Cook sticker. So um, but I, I, def- I definitely want to buy some merch, but I have to wait till I get paid. Description will be in the bio. But I'm going to go into my spiel, as Trust calls it. Uh, so spiel let's go thank you for listening to today's show if you enjoyed please remember to like comment and subscribe trying to do my youtube impression we can be found anywhere you listen to podcasts and on youtube which if you're watching the video you're already there um but if you're not you find us on youtube at no butts show our social media pages are no butts uh, no butts underscore show on instagram and no butts show on tiktok my Twitter is Josh underscore butts underscore 2001. And if you would like to reach out to us, you can email us at bullmoosepodcast2. That's the number two at gmail.com. Finally, our spread shop will be in the description. So check out the merch. I've, I just bought a tank top. I'm really excited for the tank top. I'm ready to hype up the tank top. That, that also helps us advertise too when you wear the stuff. Uh, once again, if you enjoyed today's show, like, comment, and subscribe. Until next time, go do something nice for someone. Also, thank you to whoever was the thousandth viewer. Whoever you were, if you watched a video, if you watched this video in the last hour and you just finished watching a video, you were probably the thousandth. So thank you. I appreciate it. Trust appreciates it. So uh, go do nice for someone. Have a great week. Uh, I'll see you all later. Apparently, maybe not on Friday, though.